right, folks, time for episode, uh, is it episode six? It is episode six. Can you believe that? No, I really can't. We're moving too fast here. Uh, episode six of the Boneheads podcast. Um, today's episode, we have a lot planned. It's mostly political, folks, so if you're not big politic fans, we get it. But we figured we would cover some stuff and see what happens out here. Um, so, oh, what to start off with today? Well, well actually, we'll start off I don't off know. With... You're like the, the grandmaster. You know, right. you're you're the 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 collector of antiquities. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're <laughs> going to start off with the um, with the in, uh, in the economy news. Uh, U.S. is moving to ease a few economic sanctions on Venezuela. Um, the limited changes will allow Chevron Corp to negotiate its license with the state-owned oil company uh, Petrolas de Venezuela. Um, <clears throat> You know, this is really just to help Chevron, I think, make more money uh, <laughs> from what I'm <laughs> reading here. Um, but we'll see. Um, yeah, this looks like this is just. Oh. Hmm. I'm reading it as I'm doing this. So sorry, folks. Just give me a. a um, yeah, Venezuela sits atop the world's largest oil reserve. So obviously, we're going to ease sanctions on it. It makes more sense, right? I mean, yeah, it does. Um, I I also think too, um, this could be um, an attempt to instead of again trying to tap into the oil reserve that we have here in this country, we're yet again going somewhere else besides here for our oil. So, it, I, I mean, you can look at it however you want, um, but the, this is the problem I have. Venezuelan leader was indicted in 2020 on U.S. charges for alleged drug trafficking, meaning that if he ever leaves office, he could serve time in U.S. prisons, as did former Panamanian dictator Manuel Noriega, who was convicted of drug charges in 1992 by a Florida jury. Fucking Noriega. <laughs> Noriega. So, <laughs> my thing is, why in God's green earth would we be making fucking deals with the next Noriega? <laughs> and I, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I mean, I know why, but at the same time, it's like, really? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we literally could have gone anywhere else. <laughs> For real. I mean, oh wait, <laughs> our own country. Wait, sorry. Actually, let's just let's just make this a roast America session, shall we? Let's roast oh, our own yeah, government. Yeah, I'm down with that. Let's just do that. Roast I'm our down. own government. I'm cool. I'm cool so, if you guys are wondering what's going on, um, me and Kaluja were trying to struggle to like, okay, how do we want to do this? You know, we cover a lot of stuff all the time. See, the problem is me and Kaluja are so good at what we do that we just <laughs> cover everything all the time. So, so it's fast. really hard for us. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but yeah. So. I think now we know what we're going to do. We're just going to roast America this session. So uh, we're going to roast our the own government. We're not roasting our own country. We're roasting the government. Yeah. Not the people in it. Certain no. people. Certain people in it. <laughs> but, I mean, I just, I don't, like, I get it, right? Like, it's right there. But, like, Canada, hello, pipeline. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm talking wait. about you the Biden administration and the pipeline because they want votes. Speaking of yes. votes, Title 42 is almost um, 
being forced closed, Noah? Um, well, they're not extending it, so they're going to let it run out. So, Title Four Two is essentially not going to be re-upped, and then I will discuss after. And for everyone wondering what Title Forty Two is, all right. So, Title Forty Two is uh, article in the Code of Federal Regulations of from the Public Health Code. Forty Two is a clause of the nineteen forty four Public Health Safety Law that allow that quote unquote allows the government to prevent the introduction of individuals during certain public health emergencies, aka influenzas, pandemics. So, as everyone knows. The Trump administration enacted that quickly during uh, the COVID pandemic. And now, good old Sleepy Joe is um, doing his best to say, well, I forgot the bottle at home. And also, I don't know who that Donald guy is, but I don't like anything he did. So, um, that's what's what's going on there. Um, Uh, Anything he's doing, it's ill- it's obviously with ill intent, and it's to say "fuck you" to the guy he just had. Yeah. So <clears throat> no one knows more about this, so he'll just expand on it now. <laughs> yes. So to give more insight, during Title Forty Two, over two mil- around two million immigrants were stopped and re- returned back to Mexico. Um, so let me clarify so that there's no mis misconstruing or taking what I say out of context. When I say immigrants, I mean non-legal citizens. That means you are trying to illegally cross our border. So two million of them were sent back to Mexico, as they should be. However, if you're trying to seek asylum in the United States, I have no issue with that. I never Mm -hmm. have. I come from a family of immigrants. Me and Pat both do. Yep. Therefore, I don't care if you're from another country as an immigrant in this country. What I do care about is when you take the very thing that is important to us being America and you pretty much say, go fuck yourself. So, if Title 42 were to end, let's say today, Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas is around estimating that 18,000 illegal immigrants will cross this border every single day. Mm -hmm. So, which is more than double the current average. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's fucked. Yep. And also you guys have to look at it this way. Well, well, Noah, Pat, there's, certain states in place down at the border aren't going to allow them to stay there. Exactly. You're right. You know what they're going to do? They're going to send them to what they qualify as sanctuary cities or sanctuary states. Well, guess which one of those is? New York State. Mm -hmm. Also included in that is New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, not the actual state of Pennsylvania, just Philadelphia, and surrounding states. So, what that means is, is if you go to a sanctuary city and you're an illegal alien, you get a driver's license. You get a, no, you don't get a social security number, but you do get a driver's license or a state ID, depending on which. And then you get somewhere to live and you get a food allowance. So more or less, you <laughs> put your feet up and let me and Pat pay for it. Or anyone else who lives in New York State. And then they wonder why we have no money. Which is why I love the Buffalo Bills. But a billion dollars is not where we need to focus our money right now. We need to focus our money on 
is things like infrastructure and other things. And education. That are in education. The education you know in this, in this state a, alone is fucked. You know me. me I'm, a huge, I'm a huge supporter of giving more back to education well, yeah, in, the, in the inner cities. Especially when we're ranked 20th in like every category, if not lower. Hey, at least we're not Florida. At least we're not Florida. Florida's like down there, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm no. I'm talking about the U.S. as a whole. I'm, oh, I'm saying yeah. that the United States is ranked 20th or lower in almost every single category of learning. New York State is actually, believe it or not, we're actually pretty high up there. Uh, one of those being the Regents exam. If you take it a Regents exam, you could pretty much get a job anywhere, as long as you go to college, obviously, if it's required. But yeah, that's huge. If they see a New York State Regents exam diploma, you're doing you're doing good for yourself. Yeah, but I mean, this also this is Title Four too. I mean, this segues into the next thing. What is the big issue about having voter ID? It also I don't understand on. how me, that is racist. Let me point out the big thing here: drugs. Mm. That's. Yeah, that's my. Did you know? Did you know drugs. that last year alone? Did you know that last year alone, enough fentanyl was brought across this, across the border to kill every citizen of the United States seven times. Mm-hmm. Why are we not securing the border? We just had a young man die two months ago. National Guardsman, twenty-two years old, died trying to save illegal immigrants. Come to mm-hmm. find out, the one person he was trying to save was a drug smuggler. So my question is, why are we not fixing this? We just talked about this yesterday, and yet again, there's another issue about somebody having to do their job, and they're not doing it. So, you know, that's what I'm saying, though. I don't understand what the big deal about not having voter ID is. That should be a thing anyway. That should have been a thing for a long time. I don't see how that's racist. They use that all the time as an excuse as to why we don't do that here. I just don't understand how that's racist. It's you're not racially profiling anyone. You're making sure that they're legally allowed to vote because newsflash, illegal immigrants aren't allowed to vote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, me and Kalujo, I, I'm pretty sure most people that listen to this podcast are well inclined enough to know the answer to that question. It's still the fact that like, really? we We got to fix this shit, man. Mm-hmm. It's a sorry state of affairs going on in this country right now. Oh no, you got, I you, agree. You know, you got single moms out here trying to figure out how they're going to feed their, you know, their, their babies. You know what speaking I mean? Speaking of, speaking of, why has um, why why do you think the um the current administration has pushed pushed the FDA to invest FDA to investigate what's going on there? Uh, we, so why do I think they've pushed them? No, to no, not- why? No, why hasn't the current administration? Oh, why hasn't? I I think it's kind of I think it's pretty well out there that this is nothing more than votes cuz let, let's look at it this way. So if I cause an issue, right? If I'm a if I'm a political leader, okay? So if I'm the president, if if I want to look like the hero, how do I do that? Well, I cause an issue. And then I fix it. But I fix it on my time. Because something important is going on in this country right now. It's called midterms. Yep. So 
if I can cause a problem and then if I'm running for office somewhere, whether I'm a Senate, Senate seat holder, like if I'm trying to get a Senate seat, uh, something along those lines, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to say, well, if you vote for me, I'll fix this. Are they going to fix it? Maybe, but more or less, it's to try to get a Senate. It's try to it's try to get a seat. Mm-hmm. I I think that's the biggest thing. Um, I also think that it doesn't really affect him. So why does he give a shit? Because I think he's made it quite obvious that he doesn't give a shit about us. Uh, which is why his approval rating is the lowest out of any president, lower than Carter actually, which is impressive. Very. Uh, he's at thirty two percent currently. <laughs> for overall approval rating. That's impressive. So, so, yeah, I mean, you know, he's doing a good job if that's what he's trying to do. <laughs> um, why do you think the current administration hasn't done anything about it? I Like, you said it fine for me. They don't give a shit. They can yeah. give two shits. So, well, I think, and I think people need to realize this too, guys. Like, look, look he has all the control to fix this. I don't think you guys quite realize how this works, right? So if if Joe Biden wanted to fix this, he could fix it today. Today. He could call a meeting with the top leaders of the FDA. You sit there, you have a meeting, you ask them, how do we fix this? You have 10 days. The first person that says we can't fix this in 10 days, you fire them. And you get it fixed. Because you're talking about the lives of children. There are parents making so-called homemade formula and killing their children. What? This is not the United States. This doesn't happen in the United States. Nope. This is stuff that happens in a third world country. So my point is, this is totally fixable and doable. It's a oh, question dude. of, does he care enough? And the answer at this time, and probably for the foreseeable future, is no. And it's, yeah. it's a sad state of affairs. you know. But I will say, um, I didn't talk to you about this, but I, I, I did talk to my mother, because you know my mom. Um, she, she was asking, she was telling me everything that was going on and I shared a story. So there's a farm in Northern Virginia and I don't remember the exact place, but they are a goat farm. Now they've had a recipe in their family to make formula, baby formula. Yeah. They're producing their milk. own. Yeah. They're producing their own. Well, the they just announced today that they have gotten pretty much every local farm in the area to contribute goat milk or contribute whatever they need. Um, and they just announced today that they made deals with Wegmans and Tops in upstate New York and surrounding states to provide homemade the recipe on their uh, goat milk carton of how to do it. So I think that's a pretty big step. I think this also shows, too, that there's – we're not as divided as the media makes it seem we are. You know, we said this yesterday. They're, of course they want to make it seem like we're divided, man. It's, it, that's what sells newspapers or used to. Now it's that's what gets you, you know, viewership. So I just think we're more together than people realize. And, and we got to get together. we got to come together as a country right now. And, and we got to stand up and we got to say we're not going to take this shit anymore. So, you know. I think that's huge, though. That's a really nice story to hear that there's a local farm that is 
you know, doing the due diligence and saying, Hey, we're going to come together as a community and as a nation, and we're going to help the, help these people out also. Uh, so like my fiance, for those of you who don't know, I just had my first son. Um, she is breastfeeding and we have reached out and we are going to start donating our supply, her supply of breast milk to moms that don't, have baby formula right now um obviously there is a risk in that especially if the child has allergies or something like that but usually when they're this young they don't really have food allergies yet i mean it's possible um but that's just something that the parents are going to have to you know decide but we are offering it because we just feel like you know this is terrible and as parents we're like i don't know how these parents are doing it right now so i would encourage Anybody who is breastfeeding and has a, a a rather large supply of it to donate or reach out to moms on Facebook and stuff and see if they need help. I, I think anything will help at this point. Yeah. So, um, well, on the other news on the sports. Um, sports. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I can't find anything today. Oh, um. ESPN announced the uh, well, college football uh, on ESPN an, announced the major ABC matchups this year for college football. Um, it it it's mostly the first two days of football, college football this year. It's a uh, first game is Georgia versus Oregon at, on September third at three thirty on my member folks is on ABC, um, and then they got Notre Dame at Ohio State, which I'm pretty sure Ohio State's going to walk the floor with Notre Dame. Sorry, Snyder. Uh, um, September third oh, at seven thirty, and then we got Florida State against the Bayou <laughs> Bengals of LSU at seven thirty. We got the Badgers of Wisconsin at Ohio State on September twenty fourth. October eighth is the Battle of the Red River, Texas Oklahoma, and then we got the Battle of Florida itself uh, on November twenty fifth. Florida at Florida State at seven thirty. So, you know these are. These these are actually some big games. Um, obviously, everyone's like, oh, you know, Seminoles and Tigers, let's go, and that's gonna be a good one. And everyone, everyone's obviously excited for the two Ohio State games at Notre Dame, Ohio State. We love everyone loves when those teams get together. Um, and Wisconsin, Ohio State is always a fun one. Always a fun one. Yeah, so, I mean, um, and Texas, Oklahoma had a crazy finish last year with probably Texas, one of the best. Oklahoma. With probably one of the best picks I'm ever going to see. I'm ever going to see it, in a lifetime. Yeah, for real. Where the kid was flying through the air and just like, I got this with one hand. <laughs> I got this. I'm gonna make mom proud. No, I I totally agree. I think if I'm looking at this lineup, you know, first of all, shout out to Fighting Irish. Um, but you know, Notre do I think Notre Dame is going to just walk all over Ohio State? Absolutely not. Um as a Notre Dame fan, I will say that I expect them to keep it close. If that happens, fantastic. If it doesn't, well, shit happens. Um, but I think if I'm looking at the schedule as not as a Notre Dame fan, that Texas Oklahoma game, I uh, yeah, that's going to be on the TV. Like because the good news for me is September third, I watched the Notre Dame game, which by the way, that's the day before my birthday, which would be you know that's really cool. Yeah. Um. I all I also have a birthday present on the fourth with LSU and Florida State. <laughs> um, 
But, yeah, no, that Texas-Oklahoma game, that's got me really excited. That'll definitely be on the TV for sure. Um, just because anytime Texas and Oklahoma play, it's it's a it's, it's a fucking game. Yeah, always, always huge rivalry. It doesn't. And the best part about those two is that it doesn't matter how good one or, one or the other is doing that year. They're that's the game that they're focusing on. It's just right. like Ohio State and um, Michigan. Michigan. It's the same thing. Uh, actually, far, no. What, because Ohio far, State, Michigan has always been a, usually always a blowout. As far as it doesn't matter what the standings are for either team, they're showing up for that one game of the year. Yeah. It doesn't matter if that team that year, you know, it doesn't matter if Ohio State's losing that year or if Michigan's losing that year, they're coming for that game. Obviously, you... it's been lopsided, but. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that? I just saw this on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> a Brewers fan tried to cast a spell, maybe, on Marcelo Zuna as a bat. And moments later, he, had a, he hits a baseball 421 feet. <laughs> a, a what? Who? What? What? A fan tried uh-huh. to cast a spell on Marcelo Zuna's bat. <laughs> like, jokingly, like, oh. don't hit, don't hit, don't hit. And then moments later, he hits a baseball 421 feet. <laughs> I mean, do we expect anything less? <laughs> no. Oh. Man. Also, did you see the uh, the A-10s getting a whole power plant upgrade? I did not. Yeah, the A-10s getting a couple. Uh, it's 50 years old, by the way. Yeah. Oh, well, happy birthday. <laughs> um, Warhog is 50. Uh, they're getting a power plant upgrade along with the, um, the B-52s are also getting a power plant upgrade. Very nice. Um, also, the F-15 is coming out with a new generation. It is the first upgrade in 20 years to the F-15. That tells you how good our planes are here in America. Well, it, and it tells you how good the F- F-15 is. Oh, God. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, actually, mean, is, Israel is the first is the first country to get a kill with the F-15. Very nice. I mean, I don't expect anything less from Israel, um, considering the fact that on any given day, I would not fuck with Israel in any shape or form or capacity. Um, right. They scare the fuck out of me. I don't know if you guys have seen their Israeli special forces, uh, but you should really look them up. Yeah. Hey, um, what, are you, what are you doing in uh, August 26th? I don't even know, dude. So guess who's going to be at Key Bank Center? Who? Our favorite comedian. Bill Burr? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Sort of God. So not only are we going to see Bill Burr, but we're going to St. St. Louis as well. We oh, I, have, I, I, I have to tell your wife about that too. Still, so. <laughs> well, you, you we you will in, in due time. Um, but before, it looks like we're going to have before a, it happens. <laughs> looks like we're going to have a busy uh, a busy schedule. There, I just sent you it. <laughs> He's going to be in Saratoga like six days beforehand, so I'm thinking about just going to you know, those. Also, too, to like all the viewers, you know, like if you guys like us a lot and then like tell all your friends about it and then eventually, you know, we, we can start making money off of this, you know, we can go to these places and give you guys honest reviews. You know, how cool would that be? Right. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get, or we can just start having guests on like Bill Burr and Joe Rogan and hey, you know, Joe Rogan. <laughs> and and Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> Josh Wolf. If you guys can't tell, we're really big Joe Rogan fans. <laughs> yes, 
and Pat McAfee fans. Um, For the brand, baby. Joe Rogan and Pat McAfee are inspirations for doing this, but like to have them on here, I would, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I would just fuck that whole thing up. Cause I wouldn't know what to say Cause right. the whole time. I'd be like, wait, is Joe Rogan really in here right now? And then I'd just be like, uh, uh, <laughs> kind of <laughs> like kind of, <laughs> Uh, also, um, I, if I sound distracted, I am because I'm watching the best Batman movie ever, which is, uh, Dark Knight Rises. I'm not going to lie to you. I think, (laughs) I think the new one is going to be the best one ever. I I think the new one was good. Um, but nothing beats Heath Ledger as Joker. And I don't know, you know, I will change my mind. I I agree. That is (laughs) the best. That is the best villain in all of Batman, right? Like Heath Ledger's Joker is the best one. Like I will never disagree with that. It's so disappointing that he only got to do one movie. Yes. I, if you want my honest opinion, Pat, if he was still alive, I guarantee you they would have never got rid of that duo because him and, um, actually dude, I, I, you're probably going to hate me for saying this, but I think his Joker with this Batman would be the perfect fit because that Joker was fucked up and this Batman is dark it's the cop it's dark he's dark Batman's supposed to be dark and he's a very dark Batman yeah I mean (laughs) Gotham's supposed to be depressing and everything like this is a very depressing Gotham listen I like Patterson don't get me wrong I listen first of all he helped change my mind about him uh, because when you go into it with a Twilight mindset and then you see him act in this, it's like, holy shit, this is the same guy. But listen, Christian Bale, I, I just – that is that is Batman. Like, Batman's not nice. Batman is a is a billionaire philanthropist. He's a playboy. Like, that was, that was, that was the epitome of Batman. That was Bruce Wayne, right? I like Patterson. I think he does a great job as Batman. I also think that, you know, as a as a gamer, to see him playing that, it reminds you so much of Asylum, you know, Ark Asylum, and yeah. how all those games are set up. So I like it for that too. But I just Christian Bale and Heath Ledger were such a good duo. Like, Christian Bale as Batman and Heath Ledger's Joker was like the best Batman Joker duo I think I've seen in a really long time. I'm ups- it I'm was ups- just so good. And honestly, if if Heath Ledger is still alive, they they still make another Batman. I I wholeheartedly believe that. Yeah, another one of the Dark Knights. Yes. Yeah, I could see that. One hundred percent has I mean- to be. Because everybody literally went nuts for Christian or for Heath Ledger as the, as the Joker. Yeah, I mean, I agree. He's like, I, I'm really disappointed at the end of Gotham, at the end of this new Batman, where they show the Joker and the Riddler, and the Joker isn't Walking Phoenix. So, I, I so. I don't think the intention with that was to put him in a Batman movie. Um, just because the amount of switching. So like, first of all, DC 
does shit so ass backwards all the time. It it makes my head spin. Well, they um, get like seventeen different directors to do things. Well, that's what I that's what I mean. They can never get a director to do more than one movie, and that's part of the problem, you know. And, and listen, Mark Snyder, like, it, it sucks, but I understand why. You know, when his daughter passed away, he just he wasn't willing to do another. Oh yeah, I get that too. You know, another another DC movie, and he 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 made that conglomerate one uh, that's available on HBO Max. And oh, Zack Snyder. For anybody yeah. who's a yeah, Zack Snyder. Thank you. I don't know why I said Mark. Um, <clears throat> for anyone who is a huge DC like buff, like that is a really awesome way to look at it. It's like literally like four hours long. It's insane. Um, but. He was the consistency, and he was supposed to do like he was supposed to take over. He was supposed to be like the the John Favreau of Marvel. Like he was gonna bring in organization and kind of tie DC together because the problem with DC is they did shit backwards. So now they're kind of screwed because anything that they do now doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of so, introducing you to a few guys and going, all right, here's the rest right, of the band. They went, right. Here's the whole band. Also, we have three different Batman. <laughs> oh, yeah. And by we the way, two different Supermans. Out. We have a, a TV show Flash, a movie yeah. Flash. Yeah. We have Aquaman, who's played by a Samoan. We have Arrow, who we're <laughs> never going to see. Um, also, Robin and Bruce Wayne are two different people in the Titan show on HBO. Um, <laughs> Raven, someone else. Like you. it's just, it's just like it's a, it's a Marvel. Like, hey guys, so uh, these are the people. Um, introduce yourself. Say hello. Right. Here's the Hulk. Here's Iron Man. Um, well, and um, look at the template that Marvel used, right? So they they come out and they do shit in a systematic way that makes sense, right? So, you know, Marvel in the early days, fucking trash because they were going through a lot of shit bankruptcy all this other shit right so then they sell off rights they sell rights to spider-man they sell rights to to x-men and shit like that to kind of if you will fill in the gaps for now until they can make money so they're making royalties off of that in the meantime but then along comes stan lee and he's like we have the fix right so then they they get a team of directors and they start figuring out how to fix it and then John Favreau comes along and he pretty much fixes the problem because the one thing that John Favreau does so well is he organizes series, right? So like, look at what he's done with Marvel and then look at what he's done with Star Wars. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't beat that. There's, I don't care who you are. There's no other, uh, there's no other like fiction director right now that's doing the well, things doing. that John Favreau is doing. Yep. He's completely changing the way fiction is done and series are done as a whole. Yeah. Because they did it in a systematic way that makes sense. And then you have DC over here that's like kind of like that uh well, like that corner. cousin that you don't talk to. But you but want to like, visit once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Because you actually have fun with him and there's you, actually some well, or you can, you can actually relate to those more than you can. You can relate to him more than most people. Yeah. Right. Well, no. And DC is like that cousin that would definitely marry their first cousin. Like that's that's DC. You know, like everyone loves them, but we know that they're fucked up secretly. <laughs> um, but 
oh, it's just so frustrating because they have so much potential with DC. Listen, I'm a huge Marvel fan. I'm a Marvel I'm, I'm nerd. A even, I'm an even bigger DC fan. I'm sorry. They're more but relatable I, characters. Eh, that's hearsay. Objection hearsay. But <coughs> Listen here, like, Amber. Don't shit the bed on me. D- but 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 you I broke my nose. But, but here's the wrong yeah. makeup, damn it. Oh wait, and here's pictures of me at a gala and I don't look like my nose is broke. By the way, that uh you know that uh makeup company? Yeah, they said go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. A lion bitch. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um <clears throat> like DC they could do so much better. They could make a fuck ton of money. Like, if if they could compete with Marvel, this. Do you know how many good movies would actually come from this shit? This, I think. Like, do this, you understand how good this shit would be if both of if DC got their shit together? I think. I think this Batman movie is a step in the right direction. <sighs> Unfortunately, you're going to okay, disagree so, yeah. with me again. No, 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 no. no. Hey, hey, no. <laughs> It is a step in the right direction. In my but, opinion, it's too late. It's too I late. I don't think no, it is. They, I, it is. Because, first, first of all, how do you make a Justice League before you do all the individual movies, right? So that oh, was, like, number one for me. You don't do any individual movies. You, so this, this like that's like having fucking uh, Avengers movies without telling the backstories between all the different characters. But then they decided to do that guy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, wait, Jason Momoa is Aquaman. What the fuck? Why is he that guy? (laughs) Wait, Ben Affleck is Batman, but he's only in it for like one thing. But then they have another guy. What? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yo, can I say something? I think Ben Affleck is a super underrated Batman and he needs some more respect than the Batman he played. Oh yeah, no, dude. I thought Ben Affleck because like did a great like job. like if you imagine Bruce Wayne, he's a big Batman's a big dude, right? And Ben F, Batman and Ben Affleck are big dudes. <laughs> I didn't realize how much of a defined chin line that Ben Affleck had. Like that yes. man has a like chiseled like jawline. Well, I mean, look at him in um, <coughs> The Accountant. Yeah. Yeah. And the Triple Frontier, like he's a fucking badass dude. Since we're on movies. I am very excited that Michael Bay is the the teaser trailer for uh, Avatar Two has been released, and so, I don't know if you've seen it, but I am like, holy fuck! I don't know. Like, just I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm really not a big Avatar fan. <gasps> Why? There, it's just it's. No, come yeah. on! Yeah. Michael Bay is so good, though. I get it, right? But you should have stopped at, like, the third Transformers. Yeah, but you can't judge a guy based off of those movies. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But what I'm saying is, I just, I'm not. uh... Okay, so, also, yes, I agree. Stop after the third one. However, the last two were not Michael Bay Transformers. They weren't? No. I thought they were. Nope. Nope. And don't quote me on that because they might be. But however, they didn't have fan backing. And the other part that sucks ass is that because Shia LaBeouf decided to go off the deep end, yeah, right? Would just do it. 
totally fucked that all up, too. So you can't blame Michael Bay for all that if he did, in fact, direct those last two, which I don't think he did. Nope, he did. He did. Did he? Yep. (laughs) Well, you can't can't blame all that on him, then. Because Shia LaBeouf fucked that up for all of us, too. I do Uh, agree, though. Yes. The, the Transformer series went way too way too long. Um, I am excited, however, for Lord of the Rings. That's yeah, you know what? That's dope. a series I slow. I'm slowly getting back into. Oh my Is god, that... dude! My dad. Funny backstory about that. My dad used to put those in to fall asleep because I don't know if you've watched those recently. Holy fuck, man! Winch <laughs> is a big fan. I am too. I I love those. Those are really but good. But see, to like me. I'm more of a. You're a Hobbit guy, aren't you? No, not even that, man. See, I wasn't into Lord of the Rings growing up, right? It was Star Wars and Star Wars only, really, right? I knew the Marvel movies, obviously, because if you met my cousins. Um, but, like... I'm also more of a nerd than you for, are. For, for, the swords, for the swords, though, I'm more of a Japanese movie, and you know this, Japanese no, movie and anime no, guy, no, no, 100%. No, I totally agree with that. It just... It, There's, yeah. I love that stuff way more. It is way yeah, more no, like forty-seven Ronin. Oh, fucking yes! You know the Last Samurai, totally fucking badass. Um, There's no. One I out think there. I'm more. Of, I think I'm more of a nerd than you when it comes to certain things. I'm not going to say completely because it's not true, but I will say that I am a nerd. And the, the thing with me is like I read the comics, and that's kind of the difference me too. too. Like, yeah. You read some. I've read almost every single Marvel comic that there is, for the most part. Um, but I, they're just—they were so good. Like for as long as those movies. Do you know how hard it is to captivate an audience for three fucking hours? I don't know if you sat through a movie for three hours, but it's really fucking hard. Yeah, we sat through Endgame. Remember exactly across and the movie theater from each other. Sat for three <laughs> fucking hours. It's really hard to captivate an audience. I mean, those chairs are like, really comfy, though. <laughs> oh, absolutely. For even two and a half hours. So to captivate an audience for three hours and to do it consistently, that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, that's impressive. And, you know, Lord of Rings goes to be the most successful movie series of all time, besides Star well, Wars. That was, besides Star, uh, actually, Game of Thrones beat them out. That was a TV series. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm sorry, hmm. but yeah, they they're they're ahead. <laughs> ah, shut the fuck up. Um, but yeah, they're they're ahead of them in that regard. But like, dude, that's impressive. Like anybody that can get get a bunch of fucking people to sit in a movie theater for three and a half hours deserves a fucking trophy. That's like, have you seen? I know people aren't gonna know this guy's name, Scott Atkins. Mm. Like, he's the next Jason Statham. A B. He's a complete and utter badass. Um, every movie he's in is either exceptionally violent or there's like that dark, that not the dark, yeah, I guess the dark, dry, witty British humor. Yeah. He's British. So you're just like, <laughs> I really appreciate this guy because he's funny. Like, it's just one of those things. And it's it's awesome, though, because it's fun. To, it's just fun. Like, Accident Man yeah, is good. Yeah, no, it's... Um, yeah. a whole bunch. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Have you I, watched I, season I... two of The Witcher? Um. Yes, I haven't finished it yet. I purposely, okay. I purposely stopped watching so I could just not end it all in one day. <laughs> I 
Yeah, haven't no, I, I, dude, that series is so good. Oh my god! Um, by the way, Henry Cavill, super underrated man, beautiful human being, dude's a stud. (laughs) He's so I didn't realize. Like, okay, so I liked him as an actor already, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you because like. Dude, it was so hard to allow. It was really hard for me to accept the Witcher movies here or the the Witcher series because so many times, like cultivating video games get fucking ruined by Hollywood, mm-hmm. and so I was so hesitant. I was like, "Oh my god." I swear to God. And, like, of course, Coluccio being Coluccio is like, oh, dude, you got we're going to have to watch this. This is going to be so good. And it's like, here I am, like, yeah, right up until they fuck it up. And they didn't. And surprisingly, I mean, Netflix fucking up literally everything else did not fuck up Witcher. So for that, I thank them. But mm. yeah, no, in case you guys were wondering uh, who Scott Atkins is, um, Undisputed series, um, Boyka Undisputed, Undisputed oh, yeah, Two, right. and Undisputed Three. Um, yeah, if you're gonna watch Scott Atkins at his finest, I would suggest all three of those. Uh, more importantly, I would definitely suggest Boyka Undisputed. Um, they're fucking badass. <laughs> yeah, no, they are. Like, they're fucking badass. Um. <clears throat> yeah, he's a really he's a really underrated actor that I really like. Um, so I'm gonna cut this off before we just start rambling again for another 25 minutes. Like, yeah, we just who did. knows? You know, we never know. <laughs> you know, we could we could ramble. Um, any closing words? Um, no, just hope everybody stays safe. And uh, so we won't be having another one tomorrow. We will be having another episode on Thursday, though. Yes. And um, yeah, check us out, please. Tell yes. your friends. Tell your family, tell your wives, tell your sisters. Tell and your leave girlfriends. us a comment. Give us feedback. We have a Facebook page, Bonehead Podcast, or at The Real Boneheads. Or at The Hit Real us Boneheads. <laughs> Hit us up. Let us know what we can do better. Let us know topics you want. And if you guys want to be a special guest, hit us up. Yeah. Um, I actually I got that to talk to you about here after we get off here and go play Xbox. Um, oh. If you're going to be up. Um, oh. Folks. It's an honor as always. That's Noah Snyder. I'm oh, Patrick yeah. Paluccio. This was the Boneheads Podcast. Enjoy. Be safe. And more we importantly, we love you, America. We love you, America. And I approve this message. Bald eagles are.